Once again, a warm welcome to Swadeshi School, a masterclass on progressive education presented by Smarttail, powered, powered by iGen Plus, FlipLearn, and Lead Squared. This masterclass series will take you on a short journey of introducing you to India's top unconventional minds, joining us from different parts of the country. In this masterclass, innovative topics, informative content, and progressive initiatives are being shared with you. We remain hopeful that the session over seven days will inspire you to take your school community to a new direction of development. My name is Pooja Bose, and I will be your moderator for the day. Let me introduce myself. I'm an educationist who has spent 27 enjoyable years in the field of schooling and learning. The more I teach, the more I learn. I have been interested in knowing how, considering the diversity in our population, education is imparted differently across the Indian landscape. Yet, our education system is at the cusp of a new era, with our perspective shifting base in terms of the purpose of education and the values it serves to our youth and to the society at large. I'm a curious soul studying the variety of circumstances in which people come forward to learn and to teach. That's why I enjoy myself so much on this platform of Swadeshi schools. Education now is not just about academics. It's also about raising sensitivities and improving the setups around us and connecting with people in influencing and in being influenced. The first speaker of the day is Sai Chandrasekhar. Sai Chandrasekhar is the Chief of Operations at Agastya International Foundation, Bangalore, which is a non-profit organization. It runs the world's largest hands-on science education program, serving the education needs of economically backward school children in 21 states across India. He's a member of the senior management of Agastya and is actively involved in strategic and planning, strategy and strategy and planning, I'm sorry, as well as in addition to operations, which he's handling. Sai has spent over eight years at Agastya and has seen it grow manifold over this period. Sai is very passionate about education and strongly believes in the concept of self-learning. He's an electrical engineer and an alumnus of the Indian Institute of Management, Calcutta. He also attended a program on strategic perspectives in nonprofit management at the Harvard Business School. His session topic today is learning to learn. Let us all welcome Sai Chandrasekhar. Over to you. Thanks, Pooja, uh, uh, for that uh, wonderful introduction. I was very happy to hear that you're a curious uh, soul. And I think uh, half my job is done uh, with that. Uh, let me just uh, share my screen. OK. 
Okay, great. I presume my screen is visible. Yeah. Okay, great. So uh, at the outset, uh, a big thanks to the organizers for having me over here to share some of my thoughts. Uh, uh, I'm sure, uh, like uh, Pooja mentioned, uh, every such engagement is a learning process for uh, both sides. It's not as if someone is giving uh, and someone is receiving. I think all of us together uh, receive. And that's the best part about this whole thing. So I would like to start off with a, a not really a story, but actually a real life incident uh, about these two girls called Jyotsna and Bhargavi. Uh, they actually uh, come from a village uh, near a place called Kupam in Andhra Pradesh. That's about 120 kilometers from here. And that's the place where you saw our campus, beautiful campus there. Uh, one fine day, they, figured, uh, they realized that a road was being laid through their village. And it was kind of a highway connecting uh, two different uh, uh, cities within Andhra Pradesh. And then they realized that as the highway was constructed and there's a lot of traffic, there's huge amount of pollution in their otherwise very serene village. And they decided that they should do something about it. And obviously the first thing that comes to mind is let's plant some trees, right? That's a no brainer. Uh, but then they didn't stop there. Then they questioned what kind of tree should we plant? And then that led them to come to Agastya and talk to their mentor at Agastya. And together they embarked on a six month journey to try and figure out what are the native species in that area and each of them, what is the amount of carbon dioxide that they absorb and how much of oxygen do they release? And then finally figured out which trees they should be planting on the road divider on the highways for getting maximum bang for the buck. And this won them a prize, not just at the All India level, but took them all the way to Pittsburgh in the USA to present the project. Now, and this project was done growing oxygen on the highways. And I'll come back to this story a little later. What I want to talk about is about one natural resource. There are a lot of natural resources these days. We talk of global warming and uh, natural resources being used up and so on and so forth. But there's one natural resource that nobody talks about, unfortunately. And that's what we are trying to reverse the destruction of that. And that's curiosity. We believe that this is absolutely essential and fundamental to learning. Why do we say that curiosity is being destroyed? If you look at this study done in the United States, from the age of five to the age of, by the time a child finishes school, they've almost stopped asking questions. It's just one fourth of the questions that they used to ask. And in a country which is supposed to be progressive, now, there's no research data that I have for India, but based on our experience, we have kind of extrapolated uh, the graph for India. So it could be anywhere this way, that way a little bit. But I think what matters is the trend line. And this 
we believe is the biggest challenge that India faces as far as the education system goes. And what could be the reason why curiosity is being destroyed? I think there are multiple reasons. I really don't need to elaborate each and every reason. I'm sure all of you as principals are fairly aware. But I think one fundamental reason is in terms of our own system. I'm sure many of you would have seen this uh, earlier. We equate learning with marks. And we all know that marks is not necessarily the be all and end all of learning. And therefore, our assessment system actually drives the behavior of the child. And because the assessment system drives that behavior, then it in the process actually kills curiosity. Because the whole system is based on rote learning. And I think this is in the corporate world, it is said what gets measured gets done. Here, I would probably say the other way, what doesn't get measured doesn't get done. And unfortunately, curiosity doesn't get measured in our system. And that's, I think, one of the fundamental challenges. Now, if we look at how do we learn, you know, when I went to school or college, I knew only two things. I would sit in the class, listen to a lecture, try to absorb as much as I can, and then go home and study. And I think that's probably what is prevalent to a very large extent even today. Now, research done world over, and this is research done by many other organizations, not by Agastya, says that these are the two most ineffective ways of learning. And I didn't realize at that point in time or until I joined Agastya, that there are other ways to learn, which is why I believe that learning to learn is most important. I think a child is capable of absorbing and learning. It's only that we need to create that environment. We need to create the right, uh, uh, right mindset for the child to learn. Now, traditionally, We've been telling the child what the child should think. You should think this way, that way, etc. But I think what we should do is get out of those shackles and convert that into teaching a child how to think, what to think, let them figure out. And I'm sure they will figure out. So what? how should one learn? In fact, if you look at it, probably the way I'm delivering this is not the best way because it's kind of a lecture. and if these averages are to be believed very soon, most of what I said will not be remembered because only 5% effectiveness of a lecture. Uh, fundamentally, it doesn't have any interaction and it doesn't encourage curiosity and create and therefore creativity. Now, what are the other methods in which we can learn? And this is where the opportunity is. When you look at audiovisual, it has an effect of 50% effective. When you discuss with each other and learn through discussion, it's 70%. But the most important are experiential learning and peer to peer. In fact, when I was in college, uh, uh, you know, at IAM in the hostel, 
uh, a couple of weeks before the exam i would lock myself in the room and probably mug for hours together and i had this friend of mine who was in the same wing as mine and there would be a queue outside his uh, room with people who have never attended class waiting for a crasher to clear the exams and i would wonder why is this guy wasting his time instead of studying but every exam he would pace me and i didn't figure out why that happened but after joining agastya i realized that what i was doing is reading and what he was doing is peer to peer teaching so even if he spent only half the time as i did he would have four times the effectiveness and no no wonder that he always aced me so now when my son comes and tells me i finished reading i would tell him go teach someone and i think that's kind of uh, uh where so we focus on experiential learning and peer to peer teaching learning uh, as the key approach and this is what leads us to the 21st century skills this is something which the world economic forum together with bcg came up and i'm sure many of you would be familiar with this and if you see here knowledge has very little uh, relevance here because today knowledge is freely available how you apply that knowledge is what's important and those are the skills that uh, organizations are looking for now this is drawn up based on interviews with ceos of large world corporations in terms of what would they look for in a candidate when they hire someone in the 21st century and if you see a lot more focus on competencies and character qualities uh, curiosity initiative grit you know creativity these are the stuff that uh, industry is looking for rest it's easily available open book anytime anywhere i don't really need to remember archimedes principle i should understand it and know how to apply it and that's the difference right now we are still in the mode of remembering and that's where the big gap between what the world is looking for and what the system is uh, delivering that brings me to our organization agastya uh which runs the world's largest mobile hands on science education program at least that's our belief we haven't come across anybody else doing at this scale we've reached about 15 million children so far in the last uh, 20 years and 250000 teachers and uh, we have embarked on a new journey called agastya 2.0 where we would like to reach 100 million children in the next 5 years and a million teachers and we believe it's very much doable now our vision is one of a creative india in this vision statement i would say two words are more critical than the others one is creative and two is humane for us humane is absolutely essential we are not looking at creativity of the wall street type but creativity which helps solve problems in our communities and that's what uh, we are focused on which is why being humane being anchored and connected is absolutely critical uh, as far as agastya is concerned now think of anyone who you believe is creative and i can assure you you would come to a conclusion that the person is inherently curious so curiosity is kind of a stepping stone if i may say to creativity is a foundation so 
creativity gets built on curiosity and there are dime a dozen examples just think of the microwave oven i don't know how many of you know how it was this invented so there was a scientist in the 40s who were working who was working on the radar system and like everybody else he wanted to take a break and he put his hand in his pocket to pick up a chocolate which he wanted to eat for the break and he found that the chocolate has melted now most of us would have put it aside and taken another chocolate and eaten and moved on but he was made of different stuff he said hey why did this chocolate melt and then started researching on that and then found out that there were these microwave radiations which came as a byproduct of his experiments which actually melted the chocolate and thus the microwave oven was invented now if we didn't ask the question why did the chocolate melt like newton asked why did the apple fall we wouldn't have had the microwave oven so our mission is essentially in terms of sparking curiosity nurturing creativity and instilling confidence now the 20th century was all about the three r's of learning reading writing arithmetic now when you see something which is very counterintuitive something you don't expect at all then there's a sense of wonderment and we go ah because of wonder now once that wonderment has settled down then we wondering hey why did this happen we start exploring and we try and figure out there's a process of experimentation discovery etc when we get that aha moment you know we figure out hey wow aha this is the reason why this happened now if this journey the process of getting to the aha moment is filled with fun we call it haha and therefore ah aha and haha are the three a's of creative learning in the 21st century just check in your classroom if these three a's are there then i think you're on the right track it's a very very simple way for any educator to just assess themselves in the classroom is it going in the right direction if any of the three a's is missing then time for course correction and we can immediately take a corrective action uh, so that's kind of how easy it is very easy to understand very simple to evaluate and at the same time so r stands for curiosity aha for creativity and haha for confidence now what does this result in so i spoke about jyotsna and bhargavi so first thing is they question yes to why they didn't just say yes let's plant trees they said why what type of tree should i plant should i plant this or that and then they started observing different types of trees what what are the characteristics and then exploring we see a lot of things daily but we rarely observe now having observed some things how many how often do we actually end up exploring them we observe and then move on because we have other things to do so a shift from passiveness to exploring is very important and that's what jyotsna and bhargavi did now once we decide to explore we can do the exploration by reading a book or these days it's more using google but i think what's important if it has to be sticky is getting our hands dirty so hands on becomes critical and that's exactly what jyotsna and bhargavi did they got their hands dirty 
took samples of the plant, did experiments and explored that. And if we do this, then we move from fear to confidence. And they had absolute confidence. Two kids from a village who never stepped out of their village went all the way to Pittsburgh and presented their project there to hundreds and thousands of children. And that's what leadership is all about. So it's my belief that if we are able to bring these five behavioral changes in a child, we are done. The child will figure out what to study, how to study and what they want to do. Irrespective of what they do in life, they'll be successful. Okay, sorry. So Agastya is currently present in 21 states across the country. Uh, what you see on the right side are all delivery mechanisms, how we reach children. We reach uh, more than a million children every year, uh, whether it's through a mobile lab, which you saw in the video, or through a science center, a lab on a motorbike, night village schools, and so on and so forth. We even do design thinking through mobile innovation buses. Uh, on the left side is programs where we use different methodologies. We have hands-on science. Uh, we have a make your, make your own lab program, design thinking, like I said, uh, digital literacy, uh, quizzing. We use quizzing as a method of learning. So there are multiple ways, project-based learning, quizzing, all these we use to in order to. Uh, so these are all different pedagogies which we use ultimately with this goal of sparking curiosity and nurturing creativity and instilling confidence. Uh, so we present in almost most of the states, uh, barring a few. And it's only a matter of time before we reach those states too. Like I said, we one of the key focus areas for Agastya is in terms of teachers, because we know we can't do it ourselves. While we reach a million and a half, two million children every year, India has 250 million children. So it's just a drop in the ocean. And the only way we can do cover every child is to try and embed ourselves into the education system. And so we focus a lot on training teachers. Every year we train over 10,000 teachers of government schools in our pedagogy. We believe they know their content. All we need to teach them is how to present that, how to use these methods in order to reach the child and spark curiosity in the child. And then that's uh, if, I, if we are able to successfully do that, then I think we have a huge army of ambassadors who are doing this for us. Uh, this is just a layout of our campus at uh, Kupam, which you just saw the video before it started. Uh, it's a place which uh, turns anyone, any age into a kid. Uh, and if any of you would like to visit that, we would be more than happy to have you there once uh, we are done with COVID and uh, things are back to normal. I can assure you it will be a wonderful experience uh, for anyone and everyone who's, who visits there. Uh, we get about 700 children every day by bus uh, to our campus. They spend the whole day and then go back. They are kids from government schools in nearby areas. Now, all this is fine, but does it really help? Uh, like I said, what gets measured gets done. So what we measure in our work is awareness. Is the child aware that there are alternate methods of learning, not just listening to a lecture and reading? Have we sparked curiosity? Is the child more confident? Has the child understood science concepts? 
and things like that. That's what we measure. And this is a measurement of uh, roughly how uh, the scale has tilted in a year on different delivery mechanisms. But overall, we see about a 15% roughly average increase. Now, I won't get into a details of this because we don't have time, but this is a measurement mechanism which is designed by the Indian Institute of Management, Bangalore, not uh, our own uh, in-house thing, but designed by them and they have given us this methodology. But beyond that, we also look at, like I said, behavioral changes. That is the most important thing. And this is how we measure, are we seeing any behavioral shifts in the child? And we do track which behavioral shift are we seeing more than others and then use this to fine tune our program. Of course, uh, while this is not key, it just helps that uh, people have recognized, which means that we are on the right track. That is all this is about for us in terms of recognition or rewards. It means somebody else is saying you're on the right track. But for us, the biggest recognition comes from the fact that the NEP now actually says everything that Agastya has been doing for the last 20 years. And that for us is a vindication that we are on the right track. We were always on the right track. Uh, we also have a lot of global educators who actually come here. Both it's a two way process. They bring in a lot of new ideas, but they have equally learned from what we're doing and going back and using some of this knowledge. So to kind of summarize, I would say that what we have to really focus on is creating that environment for a child to learn ensuring that the child is aware that learning is not about just a bit among between the four walls learning is not just about this but learning is about opening yourself up to anything and everything every single interaction that one has and most importantly in terms of sparking that curiosity in the child because what curiosity does is converts learning from a push mechanism to a pull mechanism. When learning becomes a pull, then it becomes fun. And that's where haha comes. When it's a push where I'm forcing a child to go to school, sit and listen to a lecture, then there's no question of haha being there. So how can we convert a push to a pull? And I think curiosity is the answer. And if you see now, we have this cricket series going on for a cricketer who's playing a T20 or a one day match. If you think of it, he's practiced the whole year. This is like an exam, right? But he loves going out there and playing. That is his examination. But why do our kids hate exams? Just think of it. And I think probably we'll have the answer. So I'll leave you with this small video on redefining education.
So thanks everyone for your patient uh, uh, listen, uh, hearing and uh, I would be back at the end to answer any questions that you may have. Uh, back to you Pooja, thank you. Thank you.